This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. Well, we hear no more now more than ever before that experiences are the driving force behind what people want from their lives. They want those on vacations. They want those in the workplace. They want them when they go to a retailer. But we also see that experiences or moments in work lives and well are very, very important to people. That may be part of the reason why we see some senior executives shifting their careers later on and moving on to help community ventures or charities. We're going to be talking in a minute with the author, one of the authors of the book, The Power of Moments, Chip Heath. He is a professor at Stanford University's Graduate School of Business, and he has co-authored a book with his brother Dan that looks at the importance of moments. It is titled, ironically enough, The Power of Moments, Why Certain Experiences Have Extraordinary Impact. As we mentioned, we'll be having Chip joining us here in just a second. But it gives us an opportunity to invite you to talk about the power of moments and maybe a moment in your life that has really changed your career path. The way for you to join in is 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Or if you'd like, send us a comment via Twitter, either at BizRadio111 or my Twitter account, which is at DanLoney21. It's interesting that in the book they discuss a variety of elements, one of which is the idea of the defining moment where somebody has this unbelievable shift moment in their life. What's interesting is that they discuss in the book the fact that people sometimes realize these defining moments right off the bat, and then they're able to adjust their life, maybe improve it, whatever it might be. But there are also instances where people don't see that defining moment immediately. And it's actually something that they see in retrospect, uh, which is interesting to note because I think a lot of people assume the power of moments being something that you see immediately right off the bat. They say that that is not the case. They talk about underlying factors that end up being very important in this process. They are elevation, insight, pride, and connection. With those four, in terms of elevation, they talk about being lifted out of the ordinary. In terms of insight, they talk about shaping the way that we see the world. In terms of pride, capturing our best moments of achievement or courage. And in terms of connection, they talk about deepening our ties with others, with end, which end up, that last piece of it, being very important. And that is what so many businesses are looking for these days. The connection with the consumer so that they can gain the loyalty of that consumer and that consumer is more willing to come back and share that experience with them. It's actually one of the things they see as the reason, one of the reasons why Amazon is so successful right now is the fact that you are able to be able to build that relationship with the consumer in the online element so that uh, you can have that consumer coming back and back over and over again. We are talking about the book, The Power of Moments. We'll be joined shortly by Chip Heath, who is one of the authors on that book. Chip Heath, along with his brother, Dan. But in the interim, your comments are welcome at 844-WHARTON, 844 844- 
942-7866. Or if you can't get to the phone, you can send us a comment of maybe a moment that you had that was a defining moment. You can send that comment to at BizRadio111 or my Twitter account, which is at DanLoney21. 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Or again, if you can't get to your comment, uh, you can't get to the phone, then you can send us a comment via Twitter, either at BizRadio111 or my Twitter account, which is at DanLoney21. One of the other interesting pieces that they talk about as a missed opportunity for businesses is the first day of work. They see it as an opportunity to really drive home the power of the moment in welcoming people to a new job. They see that as an important role as to why people can stay on with companies longer and longer instead of wanting to potentially leave that job after a couple of years. It's all about the building process. 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Or if you'd like, send us a comment via Twitter, either at BizRadio111 or my Twitter account, which is at DanLoney21. They also relate a very interesting story. For those of you that follow the world of sports, there is a thing called College Signing Day. It is done uh, where it is a day where Uh, High school athletes that are looking to be college football players announce their intentions to go to one school over another. There is a school down in Houston called Yes Prep, and they have played off of this with the fact that two teachers came up with the idea to do a senior signing day. This has nothing to do with the sports world, whether it be football or basketball. This has the opportunity now to allow students to announce all students, to announce the school that they are going to. It gives them the same feeling and same excitement as players that are going ready to go play college football or college basketball, but it gives them something that they normally wouldn't. And it is that moment, that experience, that gives them that greater sense of accomplishment. How is this developed? Well, It started out being something that they did in their own high school gymnasium. Now it is something where they have built it out to where they use the arena of the Houston Rockets to do this event. And they have more than 10,000 people come to watch their Yes Signing Day, their Yes Prep Signing Day. It is a phenomenal event. Your comments, your thoughts on the power of moments, whether you have had a moment in your life, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Or if you can't get to your phone, you can send us a comment via Twitter, either at BizRadio111 or my Twitter account, which is at DanLoney21. We'll be talking with Chip Heath, the author, one of the authors of the book, The Power of Moments, coming up in just a moment. Uh, He also discussed from the personal perspective how important this is and a variety of personal experiences. They see people changing their lives, changing their careers. One of the areas that they also look at is the hospitality industry. And when you think about delivering a moment, The hospitality industry is an area that lives off of this. They talk about uh, an institution called the Magic Castle, which is one of the top-rated hotels in Los Angeles. It has a serviceable but unremarkable infrastructure. 
We are now joined by Chip Heath, who is the co-author of the book, The Power of Moments. Chip, great to have you on the show with us. Hello, Chip. Hello. Hello, Chip. Great to have you with us. Uh, I, th- I find this a, a very interesting book. And, and from the perspective of the fact that people are looking for these types of experiences, these great moments, tell us how, how you and your brother came to want to do the book. Well, it occurred to us at one point that if we think about life, we, we have lots of experiences in life, but very few are memorable. So vacation, we may have eight days of vacation, but only two or three things that we remember later on. Uh, people have actually done studies with college students and found out what they remember, and it turns out 40% of our memories are in the first six weeks of freshman year because that's when all the new stuff is happening. We're in a new place with new new friends and the chance to go out and have a party at night and not have to report in to mom and dad at the end of the evening. But, you know, as time goes on, it turns out junior year is kind of a black hole of memory. Nobody remembers yeah. anything from junior year. And so if we're going to remember only parts of things, it occurred to us that it would be nice to have some tools for thinking about what are we going to remember and what's going to be meaningful to us later on. You also talk about these uh, these defining moments, and and, and I relayed the story uh, before you came on uh, of the Yes Prep uh, down in Houston and the event that they do. Uh, is it is it your belief that people truly understand these defining moments right off, or is there a little bit of a retrospective understanding to it as well? I think some. Well, we've asked people about this in our research, and about half the time people say, "Oh, I knew it at the time. I knew this was going to be one of those moments that I remember forever." And half the time, it only occurs to us in retrospect. And so, I don't think science knows at this point what are the, the characteristics that distinguish those two. But I think there are some principles in general and make things memorable both now and in the future. Well, and I was uh, talking a little bit about those principles. You, t- you t- uh, laid them out, elevation, insight, pride, and connection. Take us into how those are important. Well, if you build more of these principles into your moments, you're, you're going to have better better memory. So, like, the birthday parties, we're really good at connection and elevation. We connect people to the friends that they have. We invite our kids' friends over, and we have moments of elevation. So they're, you know— presents that we give, there are special foods that we eat. You know, a birthday cupcake is kind of a, is the most compact form of elevation possible. We've got sugar, fat, and flame in the same object. And and so we're good at those things, but think about pride. I don't think we use pride nearly enough. So some families are smart enough to mark off the heights of their kids as they grow up on the door frame. Yeah. Every year you report in and you see how I've grown an inch and a half this last year or grew two inches this last year. It's a moment of pride. We don't do the same thing for like math assignments or or TV shows. It'd be fun to look back two years later and say, "Oh, I can't believe I used to watch My Little Pony." You know, this boy, and and look at the easy math that I was doing just a year ago. And so I think there are these these chances that we have to build the principles into the moments that we have, both at home and at work. And if we we're better at recognizing people at work and giving them those moments of pride. I think employees would be much happier. Well, and you talk about uh, in the book the the issue of the first day of work being something that in many cases is a missed opportunity by the company to really make an even greater connection with that new employee. Yeah, I think it's a huge missed opportunity. I mean, most of us show up for work and people are kind of happy to see us, but they thought we were coming in early next week and our cubicle is not quite ready and the computer's not wired up. There was a group of John Deere in India where they face a really competitive labor market for engineers, and they said, we want to we wire people into the organization from the very beginning. 
And so they were met by a friend on the first day who had been corresponding with them, and the friend shows up with a favorite beverage, and they, they walk to their cubicle, and it's already it's already set up. And in fact, the first email is from the CEO of John Deere, and John Deere talks the CEO talks about the legacy that we have, 175 years of innovation, right. uh, and the fact that we're making products that make people food and make give people shelter, and so we're doing important things for the world. And he welcomes people to their first day, and on the desk is a model of the first file that John Deere ever patented, 175 years old, and it was a file that you could pull behind your oxen or your, your horse or whatever it was, and it didn't it didn't get clogged up in the root systems when you were plowing the field. And so you wander through the day that they planned, and you come out connected with your colleagues, you come out connected to the meaning of the organization, and I think there are very few, few of us that went through that orientation in our last job. Wouldn't it have been wonderful if we had? We are joined by Chip Heath, who is co-author with his uh, brother Dan of the book The Power of Moments. Your comments are welcome at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Or if you can't get to your phone, you can send us a comment via Twitter, either at BizRadio111 or my Twitter account, which is at DanLoney21. You also spend time talking about how important uh, this is uh, in part to the the hospitality industry. And I've thinking about uh, how Disney really considers itself to be a place where they're able to drive moments home. And and they, to a degree, uh, you know, try and do that, as do a lot of people in the hospitality industry. So you gain that loyalty. So that customer will come back. And that is a huge impact on the bottom line of of any company. Yeah, it's a huge impact. And I I think Disney is a master at it. And one one of the things to notice about the Disney experience is that that moments really do matter and peak moments matter. So, you know, I love the roller coaster at Space Mountain. Uh, it's my favorite probably roller coaster in the world. Right. And it's, it's a great roller coaster, even if it weren't enclosed inside a, a dome where it's completely dark and they, they picture stars up on the roller coaster and so you feel like you're zooming through the asteroids and narrowly dodging the, the meteors. And, and it's, a, it's an amazing ride. But the ride takes two and a half minutes. Yeah. And what's amazing is you spend 60 minutes waiting in line up till that point, but nobody remembers the 60-minute wait in retrospect. You remember the two and a half minutes of pleasure. And so when we're designing experiences, we ought to keep in mind that what we're going for is not not a 7 out of 10, not an 8 out of 10, but it's more like a 9 or a 10 out of 10. Which ends up being important, I guess, to a degree in some cases, as you were alluding to with uh, – uh, with Space Mountain that, you know, that 57 minutes or so leading up to that two-minute experience can be really an aggravation uh, where the two and a half minutes is phenomenal. But I would think that there are also situations where the the entire event can be a, a positive, but it is, again, that two minutes, whatever it might be of that experience that just kind of enhances the whole the whole process. Yeah, I think I think hotels miss this all the time. I mean, you walk into a hotel and, and they they go through an elaborate greeting ceremony where they hand over your keys and point you to the elevator. But but you walk into the room and there's a maybe a snack bar there, but it's got the same foods as every other snack bar you've been at, and and it all costs an arm and a leg. And why can't you walk into a hotel room in, in New Orleans and have a special beverage and a dessert that's that's native to New Orleans and gives you a sense of place, but it's different than the one that you had in Austin or the one that you had in St. Louis or in San Francisco. And and it seems like the expenditure for that can't be all that hard. 
but yet they're systematically charging us arm and leg for for food that's not quite interesting or experiences that aren't interesting. And I think Doubletree is one of the few places that get this right with their cookie bit, warm cookie that you get at yeah. the check-in. I, I love Doubletree. Every time I get a chance to stay at one, it's just a heartwarming moment. Well, let's, I mean, yeah, let, let's be honest about it. The chocolate chip cookie does have its benefits. Uh, <laughs> if they added milk with it, it would be 10 times better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are, grandmas know this. Exactly. We are joined by Chip Heath, who is the co-author of the book, The Power of Moments. Your comments are welcome at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Or if you can't get your phone, you can send us a comment via Twitter, either at BizRadio111 or my Twitter account, which is at DanLoney21. I, I, as I mentioned, I, I relayed the story of the of the Yes Prep down in, in Houston. I think that's a phenomenal idea. Uh, which uh, take us in further, uh, you know, from your perspective, the power of that type of a moment for high school kids that that really are being celebrated for their excellence in education. Yeah, isn't it wonderful? You know, we, we celebrate athletes all the time, but we don't celebrate the academics. But imagine you're a sixth grader and you're watching these high school seniors unfurl the banners of, you know, Rice University or MIT or Texas A&M University. And all of a sudden, you know, I think I could be there. I could I could be one of these people in six years. There's my brother. Or there's my brother's friend. Or you know, it's just an amazing, amazing circumstance. And they used to have it the first couple of years in the high school gymnasium, but very quickly they outgrew it. And now they they I think they run a, it's a, a stadium at Rice University, but it's a it's a university stadium, and it's filled with people. And it's it's amazing that they're all applauding and cheering academic achievements and this is just that one school yeah yeah well it's one school but they 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 developed yes college prep academies in multiple places okay so it's a very successful very successful group of schools you also relay an interesting story i guess southwest airlines or at least some uh, uh, people that work on those flights turning the the safety announcement into something fun oh yeah yeah if you've if you've ever been on Southwest Airlines, there's a chance that you might have encountered actually a funny flight safety announcement. So this boring routine that we go through at every flight. Uh, so here are some of the lines that they will use. There may be 50 ways to leave your lover, but there are only six ways to leave this Boeing 737. <laughs> um, and say, wear your seatbelt low and tight across your lap like my grandma wears her support bra. Jeez. Oh, God. Or my, this is my favorite. It's like... Um, if an oxygen mask should drop, fix your oxygen mask first and then help any children that may be traveling with you. Now, if you're traveling with more than one child, you may have to think about which one has the greater potential, <laughs> which one's less likely to put you into a home. <laughs> and so, so these are lines that, that get good, good applause. And in fact, they're, they're printed on placards outside the corporate cafeteria. But we, we looked at the effect of experiencing a funny flight safety announcement on passengers. And it turns out if you've been on a flight with one of these announcements, you're you're likely to take an extra half a flight controlling for all the other variables, an extra half a flight in the next year. Yeah. And the question is, how much is that worth to Southwest Airlines? So currently they were doing about one and a half percent of all flights had one of those announcements. What if we doubled it to three percent? So it's still pretty rare, only one in every thirty flights or so. But the answer was it put $138 million on the bottom line. Now, that's an astonishingly high 
contribution. It's equivalent of buying two Boeing 737 jets well, every there, year. There's also, there's also the correlation between uh, the people that are working on those flights having fun, uh, you know, doing that type of stuff in comparison with the, the, the consumer as well. I mean, you talk about the relationship or the, the financial benefit of the consumer to the company. There is also uh, basically, you know, if the employee is having fun with it, you're allowed to have fun with it, too. Exactly. Yeah, and I think it's it's a kind of thing that works for your employees, it works for your customers, and yet, yet we are we are humorless in most organizations most of the time. And so, I think that's the trick of all these things is is things that are special, things that are memorable, are going to be unusual. They're going to be high variance, and yet bureaucracy is designed to drive out the variance. It's designed to drive out the humor. It's designed to make everybody the same. And that's what bureaucracy was wonderful for when it was created, because it was the opposite of nepotism. It was the opposite yeah. of insider dealing. You also talk about a concept about breaking the script. Take us into that for a few minutes. So psychologists say that surprise is an emotion that, that happens when something something is broken about our, our way of guessing what the world is going to do. So we can have scripts about how things are going to unfold. We have a restaurant script for greeting and then the seating with the menus and ordering the food. And, and we could go on and list all the components of that event that normally happen. And what it takes in order to get people's attention very often is to break that script, have you know an unexpected appetizer that shows up or, or have a, a second dessert that the house just gives you a second dessert. Those would be things that would break our script of the normal restaurant encounter and they would in turn be memorable. And so very often to be memorable means breaking the script. Chip, great having you on the show. It's a fantastic book that you and your brother have put together. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. The book is The Power of Moments. Chip and Dan Heath are the authors. Why Certain Experiences Have Extraordinary Impact. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. 